you have this thought, you focus on it, the universe provides, you accept, you detach from how it actually has to, how all the details have to fall in, and then this amazing opportunity is presented to you. And I, I can't, you can't explain how that all happened. Of course, I feel you can because you just shift your thoughts to what you want, not what you don't want. But on the outside, someone may say, oh, well, things are always working out for you. You guys, you got, everything's working out for you guys. Like Costa Rica and the yoga retreat and camp and building Yogi Trathy and the podcast guests, like it's always working out for you. But this has been years and years, years together working towards creating and focusing on what we wanted, really what we wanted, seeing many times outside of us what we didn't want, which created that contrast and built our desire and fortitude that what we are doing is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And we don't see another way. There's no other way. This is a very different book. There is no book like this in the in the athlete space. And I'm really excited to see um, where she goes. And um, this book moved through me starting in 2020 in a way um, where I couldn't stop it. So I had to start writing. But this was also the birth of the Awake Athlete podcast because I knew I had to get this information out sooner. We were in the middle of this pandemic and not everybody was thriving. And so that was really where the a lot of the writing began. And then um, with the murder of our friend Mary um, made me realize more than anything that life um, can end in any moment, and I didn't want mine to end without this being in the world. Welcome to the Yogi Triathlete Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm here with BJ, and this is our January 2023 Osho. I often hear from people that this is their favorite episode of the month, and I thank you for that because... Like today, we don't really know what we're going to talk about. So it's really cool to see just like an honest riff um, is a chosen favorite. Yeah, I think people love that. Love this episode the most probably because it's, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's our own thoughts and expressions released in the moment. Because like you said, I think we gathered for this podcast in like, for this episode in the last 10 minutes, we were throwing topics from the balcony, the studio, down to the bathroom. <laughs> like, uh, We always have stuff to talk about, always. I'm going to start off this podcast with just thanking everybody who supports us on Patreon. There are some great perks up there. We have the Awake Athlete community. We have one-on-one mindset coaching sessions wrapped into the Awake Athlete community. We have yoga recordings, we have uh, weekly live classes, and those are perks. Those are just extra things that we do to say thank you so much for supporting the show so that we can keep it commercial free, so that we can support our amazing producer that creates this 
audio adventure for you guys every week so that we can support and pay Linda, who is not only Yogi Triathlete's nutrition coach, but she is also the podcast marketing and production assistant. And you guys, this podcast does not happen without Patreon. It just doesn't happen without the Patreon support. And sometimes we have heard people say, well, I can't get to the live classes, so I'm going to cancel my Patreon. And we just ask you to remember that it's bigger than that. The the yoga classes are saying thank you for helping us keep the show going and that there is a bigger purpose. So if you do pull inspiration that you put into action from this podcast, from the amazing guests that we've had, we are going on seven years, eight years. What are we going on? Seven years this year in 2023. We started in 2016. And again, is it eight years? If you listen to this podcast, then you know I shouldn't be doing math right now. It's like doing math during a race. It's just, it's not going to happen without my calculator. Um, It doesn't happen without Patreon. So for as little as $5 a month, you can support this show and keep it going and support the team of people that from our guests to our producer, to our production assistant, you can support this whole community and getting this message out to the world, you know, to live this awake and ready life, to turn in and realize the better world that we all know already exists. Like our teacher says, everybody's trying to fix the mud puddle. We don't need to fix the mud puddle. We need to turn in and look at the mud, you know, that's within us, that's clogging up our vision. And so thank you to our Patreon supporters. I can't say it enough. This podcast does not exist without you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, this is a passion of ours. Um, and I was just thinking back how long, eight years, 2016, we left the East Coast and headed to the West Seven Coast. Seven years. So it's 2016. <laughs> Here we go. Mar- marital dispute. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Oh, I missed a year. Yeah. <laughs> so we're I must in, have one less finger. <laughs> we're in eight, year eight. And we never knew it would take us this to this place. You know, the Osho was a new addition. We've done, you know, the out the extras with our guests. We would stick around after and and post those little specials to YouTube. There's been so many renditions of the podcast, but the one thing that we have held true to is that we show up every Monday. Well, we show up today's Friday, but the podcast shows up uh, to all of you on Monday. At some point on Monday, this episode, an episode of the podcast will drop and there's so much good information in it. Um, Whether the guest resonates with you or not, listen to what they're saying because there's always some element of mindfulness, of overcoming a struggle or simply just being able to vocalize their their belief. Um, And so... Because I find myself doing that with other podcasts, like I don't want to listen to this particular person, but I know the conversation has content that is um, that is going to provide me with something, some sort of growth, and so be open to that. Same thing with um, Patreon; be open to it. If you feel if you feel like what we're saying speaks to you, and you want to continue us, continue to support us, yeah, you know, look at Patreon um, and reach out to us if you guys have questions. Uh, want to talk to us directly, uh, let us know. 
Who did we just interview? Taylor Spivey and um, I think it was Jen uh, Temperley. Hi, Jen. I know she's a regular listener of the show. Um, posted on there like that this was one of like the OG podcasts and it really was. It was like Rich Roll, of course, which you know was an initial inspiration. And then Julia Hanlon with Running on Ohm. And then she got tips from Rich and I got tips from Julia. And here we are, you know, we started this that many years ago. And so it's it's so cool to see the numbers, like the people who are just who who listen as soon as it drops on Monday, like we see that. We see you guys. It's like always that same number that of listens that we get on that first Monday. And then what's super cool is going back to like episode one, which I always always encourage people to do. Go back to episode one. Like just listen to how hard I am trying to sound like a podcast uh, host. It's really great. I she was fabulous. She just wanted to do a super good job. Um, I sound a little serious and my voice sounds a little uh, controlled. Um, but we go back and we just see like, oh my God, that was at like 300 and now it's at 3000. And it's so cool. You know, like we don't, we don't have 75,000 yet. Um, but it's just amazing that, you know, you guys showing up, you have a choice and you choose this, that it makes a difference. Uh, And I think the coolest thing is when we hear from a listener who has shared a nugget of wisdom with someone that they love or somebody in their community, and then that person has put it into action. And then similarly, when somebody who has been an avid listener and somebody in their community or a loved one says to them, hey, like, what are you doing? So a lot of people will say that to you when you start meditating, like, what are you doing? I want some, I want some of what you've got. And that's the effect of this podcast is like just listening to it and putting these little nuggers into action is shifting you in a positive way. And that's how we create a better world. Well, let's bring it, let's bring it into how the podcast influenced our latest news with uh, hiring of a new run coach, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) She told that story today on our Friday Live for the team. Yeah, so Melissa Gans is our new Yogi Triathlete running coach and um, we're not gonna rush her, but she is also triathlon. (laughs) So we're gonna let her get her feet wet in um, building her roster with running. Um, but know that she's got this great knowledge of swimming and biking also as complement to running, which is, I think, a really, really special add-on for a running coach. So if, uh, if you are a runner, maybe looking into, geez, what is all, what is all this swim fitness they talk about and bike fitness they talk about, Melissa is a great option to begin to get your feet wet there. Um, she did come on board on January 1st and she is accepting athletes, although her roster is already filling up, which is so cool. So we might, everybody hold steady. We might need another coach here soon. Um, I'm sure at some point we're going to have Melissa on here. She's just, she's so well-spoken. She's so confident. She's so open to learning. Um, I really got to spend a lot of time with her in Costa Rica because she came on retreat last year somebody who had an inspiration and put it into action, came to Costa Rica and now boom, like you just never know where things are going to lead. Prior to that, 
she was somebody we just knew from Instagram. She was following me on Instagram, but we got the full story when Beej and I um, talked to her on Zoom about coaching with us that she found us in 2020 and started listening to the podcast. And if you know Melissa, then you know that what she learned, she put into action and things were shifting and changing for her. And so I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I think that she's as excited to be on board with Yogi Triathlete as we are. Um, so honored and feel very blessed to have her on board. She's um, been working with you, BJ. And from what I hear after your calls with her and um, just kind of looking at notes and how she's coaching right now, that she's she's pretty excellent. Yeah, it, this is also a, a passion of mine is to, you know, bring people up. You know, I, I did it in my last job. You know, my focus was higher people out of college and begin to work with them and in a way that they understood the flow of business or flow of um, of how you could how you can seize this opportunity to learn and that what you contribute what you bring to the table is is all I ask is this earnestness or curiosity of how things play out um, and then being willing to just um, apply that to your philosophy in your life. And so, yeah, I'm having ca- calls with her weekly and um, even seeing her open up to, um, she's doing some Tower 26 workouts and she's loving the Tower 26 um, format that we so um, so much believe in, so strongly believe in for our athletes. And it's just a matter of time. It's just gonna be a matter of time before her... her um, her roster is full. You know, it's 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 good to have this structure, this kind of framework that we have, but it's also I really love that we we celebrate the uniqueness of all our coaches and what they can bring to the table. And I know that uh Melissa's working on her herbalism, herbalist um degree. Master's degree. Master's degree. Uh, so we're going to have that element to play upon Linda, who's our nutrition uh, coach, and then all of us who are in the depths of not only coaching, but in our own experiences moving for years from a, a, a diet that wasn't serving us to a more aligned you know, vibration with the food that we put in our bodies. So momentum, just more momentum. Melissa's making this happen. Yeah, I mean, that addition of having an herbalist as a coach on the team is amazing because now our athletes, this team of athletes during the coaches' lives, they can ask her questions. Like, this is an unbelievable resource. And I I think I would be remiss not to talk about the manifestation that is Melissa because when we recognized that we, you know, really needed to bring on another running coach, I had quite a list of what my what I was asking for from the universe. I mean, not often do you get a running co- like a running coach who also has experience with triathlon, uh, who also meditates, right? Which is like one percent of the people on this planet, which is still a lot of people, but very very few when you look at the percentages. I mean, all these different things. Somebody who had experience coaching, but was you know younger in the field, somebody who was confident, but somebody who was open to learning. I mean, I basically described her to the universe, not thinking about her in my mind. And then I just left it. 
I just said, okay, universe, like you get a couple good manifestations under your belt because you learn to trust as opposed to fear. Um, it becomes like, you just know like, okay, universe, like, boom, here it is. And now, um, I'm just going to get into the receiving mode by allowing things to organize on our behalf, which is not typically, I don't think how people do business, but it's how we do business. <laughs> and, um, so if you work with us, then you're going to get to know that that's how we do business. But I think the important thing here is not only did, did she meet everything on the list, she's more. Like this piece of, you know, bringing like this medicine of herbalism to the team, to people who are really looking for um, ways to support themselves naturally in their health through food and now herbs. Like it's just one of those things that when you, when you lighten up your Kung Fu grip because you're not fearing the world so much, and you lean into trust because you begin to really know who you are and you realize that the trust that you're leaning into and the ask who you're asking is really that same energy that's within you, everything comes back so much better than you could have planned. I mean, and we've talked about this on the show before. I mean, the, in recent months, it was the Airbnb host in Kona who we happened to run into, who happened to have an animal sanctuary, who happened to, you know, want us to come up and see it and then drove us to the airport and took our picture and wants us to come back and like, will hold the place for us. Like who on, on Paul, on Palani Hill is like, oh, I'll hold this Airbnb for you. I mean, it's just when you, when you replace fear with trust, right? Because the only reason we don't trust is because we fear. So when you replace, when you lean into trust, fear will be starved and life will be so much easier and it comes back to you way better than you could have put on your list. Yeah, fear, is, there's, there's no room for fear. There's no room for it. And there's so many opportunities throughout your entire day. I just was talking to an athlete about this. It's, it's, it's a rampant thing. This constant fear uh, is just so up in your grill a lot. Um, but that's the time to work with it. That's plenty of times to work with it. Um, but as I also have been saying, you need to be awake and ready for that opportunity to work with it. Yeah, because that's the mind training. When the fear is in your grill... There's the mind training. Like you can sign up for mindset coaching. You can join Team Yogi Triathlete. You can do all those things, but that's not going to train your mind. You train your mind when the exact thing that you don't want is either in your head or in your face and you redirect it. You use your power of your will to begin to create new neural pathways in your brain. That's the mind training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's if you if you if you invest if you invest in it, right? Wake up, you're awake and ready. You're seeing all these opportunities. You're working through. You're feeling that discomfort. You're sometimes it's smooth. Most times it's not. It's really a struggle, and you begin to understand the way that you process things. The thoughts will continue to flood in. They'll they'll never stop. I was just out on a run on the beach at low tide. I have 10 weeks to Oceanside. I'm nowhere near as fit as I've ever been. And the thought rose up that said, how will I ever be able to run fast in 10 weeks? Right, the total human element. Instantaneously, it's, it just shifts to like, so what? So what? You've done this before. And, and who cares? 
Who cares if you don't run fast on the race? Who cares if you don't do the race? It doesn't matter. There'll always be another race. So it constantly shifts. This is the work in this is the work that you've done, in my opinion, now showing up and rewarding you because now you've moved through it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's already gone. It's it's such a funny thought. The point being, the thoughts are always going to flood in. They're always happening. There's never there'll never be a door shut on these thoughts. It's really about how we react to them. And that is the essence of why we meditate, why we do yoga, and why we believe so firmly in being an awake athlete. Be awake to what is happening in front of you while it's happening. Mm -hmm. So there's no substitution for training the mind. There, There is no substitution for it, working with it in the moment when all these things are challenging. The 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 easy way is to just kind of dismiss it and not work with it, only to see it rise again and yet provide you another opportunity to work with it. And then you can either decide to work with it or dismiss it again. And the more you dismiss it, the stronger it's going to show up, more frequently it's going to show up. And it's really going to subconsciously or consciously irritate you to a point where you're going to be disgruntled about it. Yeah, so well, work the, with it now. The dismissal is lazy. And that's not a that's not an assault on anyone. I I also have a mind that wants to be lazy. I have a mind that's like, oh come on, not today, not today. I had all this stuff I was going to do today. Now I got to deal with this. Um, but it's it's being awake and ready and being like, yeah, of course, thank you. I am going to deal. My peace is disturbed, as Michael Singer says. Like as soon as you notice that your peace is disturbed, like there's your work. But you were making me think of something. Um, about the universal year number seven, which is 2023. And the mantra, this is for everyone. The mantra for the universal intention this year is I believe all things are possible. And I feel like BJ, you know, all things are possible. So that kind of limiting belief when you're running down the beach, it's like. It's not helpful. Yeah. Like if it was like, what, what level one to 10, what kind of power does a thought like that have over you? 10 being extreme? 10 being extreme. One. Point five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the past, uh, it's probably been about a six or seven. Oh my God, for me, it was like a 10. Well, I, I was just going to say, when it, <laughs> it comes to nighttime and those thoughts wake you up, yeah, it's a 10. You can't get back to bed. You're, you're, you're distraught. You're just caught up in the tornado of, of emotions about limiting your belief. But I love that, that that's the theme because that's like the theme of my existence now. It's like all things are possible. You have to, you have to constantly believe that. Like I believe that. It, it may not be on the timeline that I want or the timeline that you want, but if you believe, you know, I just turned 50 and people have been saying, oh, so how do things shift or how do things change? <laughs> they don't. I, I still believe I'm getting faster and I'm getting stronger. And that is my belief. That's what I believe. I choose to believe that. Um, whether it happens or not that's, not, that's actually out of my control to a point. Like it's none of my business. But what makes me feel good is that belief and the work I do towards achieving that belief. Yeah, and bringing well, it, it into manifestation. So the seven year... 
the universal year seven. So that's our intentions, right? So there's a good mantra, everyone. You want a mantra? Here's your mantra. All things are possible. I believe all things are possible. And don't, you know, wake up tomorrow and go, oh, I'm going to have another mantra. And then I'm going to have another mantra in the afternoon and have another mantra tomorrow. Just stick with one mantra. Like, do you want a bunch of shallow holes or do you want one big deep hole? That's the one you want. You want, just want to go out, shovel the same thing every day, right? Like show up, do the work. But it's a year. Um, so it's a highly spiritual year energetically. I mean, so people who have been wanting to step onto this path of knowing who they are, knowing truth, um, getting out, pulling up the, you know, the shades on fear. This is your year to do it. Like you're going to feel more inspiration than you have before. And so that's there for a reason. Like BJ was saying, like the things that you dismiss, they're just going to keep coming back and back and back. Well, same thing. It works both ways. Works in a really good way too. And even the bad things are actually pushing you in a good way, but it's about having and acting in faith. It is time for some serious self-study and meditation. So that's 2023. You'll have a lot of energy available for that. So if you're like, oh, I should probably start meditating. Yes, this is. This is the year right now. Do it today. Um, pause the podcast. Take five breaths. There you go. You just had, something just came in. What was it? Oh, the, the opposite will happen too. So if you're dismissing the thoughts, yeah, they'll keep returning. But if you begin to work with it and you start manifesting things, then those two will show up quite frequently. And one of them was being able to go teach at the gym again, oh, uh, yeah. locally here in Oceanside, which my desire or focus for this year is strength. I don't know. It came to me uh, in a meditation, I think. So what does that mean? Does it mean I you know, dive into a, a weight training program where I'm you know, banging some big weight around and you know, increasing by 30 or 40 pounds, weight belt. Yeah. My wrist guards that I used to have. Get your wrist guards out. No, what it means to me is just focus on, um, just notching up my attention. I know I always have to say that. Just bringing my attention more to the body and what do I feel as an opportunity and, and, and just have strength work as just dialed up in, um, up the ladder of importance for me. You know, before I go, I just went out for the run, but I spent 15 minutes doing just some activation and some strength training. So with that, I, I detached from how it had to look. In my mind, I framed it as, okay, I'll do some more lunges and wall sits and we have a TRX and this is all going to be fine. And, you know, I'm, I'm, that's going to be a great year. But what ended up happening is I got an email from the old gym I would teach yoga at over here in Oceanside and they're looking for yoga instructors. So I said, yes. And I have two classes there starting next, starting the first week in February and I'll be able to have a free gym membership, which not only gives me the ability to work with the strength, dumbbells and barbells and all the weight stuff, but also gets me a treadmill, which you all know I love working on a treadmill. So when you detach, my point is when you, you have this thought you focus on it. The universe provides. You accept. You detach from how it actually has to, how all the details have to f- fall in. And then this amazing opportunity is presented to you. And I, I can't, you can't explain how that all happened. Of course, I feel you can because you just shift your thoughts to what you want, not what you don't want. But on the outside, Someone may say, oh, well, things are always working out for you. You guys, you got, everything's working out for you guys. Like, 
Costa Rica and the yoga retreat and camp and building Yogi Trathy and the podcast guest. Like it's always working out for you. But this has been years and years, years together working towards creating and focusing on what we wanted, really what we wanted, seeing many times outside of us what we didn't want, which created that contrast and built our desire and fortitude that what we are doing is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And we don't see another way. There's no other way that things can happen. So yeah, I love that. I wrap it back to whatever you focus on expands. If you dismiss the fear, the fear will come back. If you focus on things that you want, they'll eventually continually flood in as long as you don't attach to how it actually actually has to happen. And that's all about faith. That's all about how there is non-physical support that is organizing things on your behalf, right? So quantum physics would say you throw out a desire. You say, I want more strength. So that's actually, you throw out, it's a quantum wave. And if you keep feeding that wave, right, where you were like, well, I can't because I don't have a gym. And you start talking about what you don't have and how you can't do it, even though you want it. Instead, you said, I want it. And this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm very content with that. So you're feeding the quantum wave. You're not splitting your energy. And then that will come back to you. And it will come back to you better than you could have imagined. You were very happy with TRX and wall sits in the house. I made peace with it. But now sure. you have a whole gym. And actually, <laughs> it just happened to me today. So I was saying that for 2023, like it was just come, more yoga. It was like more yoga. And I'm like, I don't know how, like, am I going to practice more? Am I going to go back to like join a studio? Like, uh, am I going to pick up a class on the beach instead of subbing? I don't know. Like, but more yoga. And that's it. I was like, okay, more yoga. I'm excited to, for more yoga. And just today, I'm just realizing, making this connection, I um, was doing an in-person mindset session on the beach. And um, my client said to me, would you do a private yoga class with me? So there, so I came home and I was like, oh, I'm going to add that to the Awake Athlete website. Like, yeah, I love teaching you. I love teaching yoga. And I would love to do in-person and and in fact, we've been asked to teach at a camp before Oceanside. And so it's already coming because I got the hit more yoga. And I was like, yeah, I'm all in. I don't have to figure out today. And now it's already coming. And so like you were just saying like, you know, oh, everything's working out. Well, we could make it go the other way. I mean, we could totally change our thoughts to exactly what we don't want. And we could crash and burn. Like manifest, it's neutral. Universe is neutral. It answers your vibration. So that's why you want to sh- look at words like, well, one thing that I've shifted is instead of, I don't want to forget, I say, BJ, can you help me remember? Because the way the universe works, it, it works on vibration. It answers vibration. So when you say, I don't want to forget, there's, neg- there's a negative vibration in there. And so it will answer that negatively. When you say, hey, can you help me remember? Now you're asking for support, you're in a Mm -hmm. receiving mode, and you're focusing on what you want, which is to remember, as opposed to what you don't want, which is to forget. So it answers answers on vibration. We are vibrational beings living in a vibrational universe. And that's the truth. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty much... Next topic. Yeah. I'm sure I'm... 100% 100% sure it's going to swing back this way <laughs> at some point in the conversation. But let's switch the topics and see how it goes. 
Um, oh, wait, hold on. What? I have another what? thing, though. I've been, ashwagandha keeps coming into my life. Like, I just, I don't know, everywhere I look, ashwagandha. People talking, ashwagandha, ashwagandha. So I ordered, we ordered some new cacao. And then I happened to see that Nola, who is One World Cacao's founder, had this cacao, which I'm drinking right now, called Balance. And I was like, ooh, that sounds good. It's a blend. And then when we got it and I looked at it, guess what it has in it? Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I like this stuff. Uh, Oneworldcacao.com. Oneworldcacao.com. Yeah. Don't we have a discount with them too? Yogi Triathlete 10? I believe so. If that doesn't work, message us. We'll get you the right one. But I'm pretty sure it's Yogi Triathlete 10. Uh, it's 10%. It, um, you know, it definitely covers your, like covers your shipping. It helps. Um, so, and she's amazing. She's been on the podcast a couple of times. So, all right, next subject. Uh, <laughs> bike camp. Oh, bike camp, dude. Bike, bike camp's, camp's still going camp's on. Like, I think we talked about this like two podcasts bike ago. Bike camp is, I think I had my, I had my first failure on, my, on Tuesday. I had my first failure. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm a failure. I just failed. I had a, at like 45 minutes or something, I had to call it because my legs felt fine, but I felt absolutely drained of energy. This was after camp too. So five days of camp. It was after camp. And also during camp, my parents were losing their dog. And so like after holding space and training during camp I'm on the phone with my mom and my dad as they're crying and you know and the dog's dying mm. and so I think um I think uh yeah I emptied the coffers a little bit and so when I got back on the bike on Monday for ice fall I was the one that fell ice fall is the name of a uh, workout in <laughs> trainer road which is uh it's over unders so you, you bump up above FTP and you bump back down. And what was happening was just like my heart, like my heart rate was just through the roof yeah. and like I just couldn't it's recover. And ugh. probably the most challenging workout in the oh. whole. My ego likes in that. the whole uh, work in the whole um, bike camp because, in my opinion, working through the thirty seconds at VO two, thirty seconds off, you know, you're constantly going back in the office super easy. And then you get into the sweet spot, the three by 10 minutes, and that's kind of steady because that's at 80%. And then the super intense sprints are only 20 seconds, and then you get like four or five minutes rest after it. But the over-unders, it's a constant, it never gives you enough time to rest because you're bouncing, you're, you're bouncing up and below that FTP line. So I feel those are the most challenging, but they really work. They really work your engine, hmm. um, your muscular endurance. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. So, you know, at the beginning of bike camp, you look at the workouts and nothing's over an hour. Two days you have double rides. Um, and so you have heard that, like, you've heard this, like, I want to do more. I want to do more. Bike oh, camp, when it, it first came more. out. Yeah. People were like, <laughs> can I do more though if I want? And I ride long on, on Saturday. Can I do that too in between? My advice was just stick with. Stick with camp. It's six hours a week, roughly six to seven hours a week. It's intense. Plus swimming, plus biking, plus yoga. The, yeah, but those are taken yeah. you know, down a, a notch. Just let the fatigue start to settle in. And as of week four and five, you can definitely feel people are, are feeling it. Yeah, so I think it was like week, at the end of week five, it almost broke me twice, but it didn't. 
I was like, I think I did like a story on it. I was like, still winning. And uh, on Tuesday of this week, week seven. So I've got this week, next week, and then the beginning of the following week, which I guess would be officially week nine for me is I'll do another ramp test to check the FTP. And then, um, but yeah, like now it's like, I'm feeling seven weeks of bike camp in my legs. And today's session was the 200%. FTP 20 seconds. And then it was more, right? Now it's more. I'm not, uh, more frequency. Yeah, more frequency and a little less rest. Then I have a little, I have an hour ride tonight, which actually this ride is nice, unless you've changed it. But I think it's pretty easy. Could be a lazy mountain. Yeah, that one's pretty easy. But the double ride on Sunday, like the second ride is like, it's easy, but it's, it's like not easy. Like you're still, you still have to have a certain amount of effort and that's after an hour of low cadence work, which is the first ride. So anyway, bike camp is going very well. I feel very strong. I feel super ready for Pura Vida cycling challenge, which isn't even until May. And, um, yeah, I feel really confident with my bike and, uh, everything's feeling, everything's feeling good, but I, I feel the built up fatigue for sure. Yeah. And there's a purpose, you know, purpose behind that. And when you get to that week leading into the test again, there's more rest, less intensity. You sort of like are building yourself up, recovering, regrouping for that, that final ramp test. And then, you know, ideally you want to increase your FTP by how much it depends. So there'll be a whole nother discussion about the number that you get after And will I be satisfied with it? Are you attached (laughs) to the expectation? Probably a little bit. Yeah, we all, I mean, we all are, we're all, you know, we're all striving to be better. I mean, we, we're signing up for something where we say, if we do this, we're going to be better. Don't we do that all the time? Yeah. I just like, it's funny how that competitive, I definitely have that competitive spirit. Like I want to win at FTP, but like (laughs) there's no winning at FTP because everybody's got their own FTP. So and but, what does it really but mean? But I still want to know <laughs> if I'm winning. It's so bad. <laughs> so funny. I it's had so one good, a- I guess. One athlete I talked to today, they're just going through some re- recovery in their body and they're just, they had to detach from Strava. They're like, I just can't look at Strava anymore. I can't do it. it there's just too much noise. Mm-hmm. It's the comparison, you know? They're out there doing this and that and I'm in here not doing, you know, and it doesn't make, it doesn't feel good. So same thing with FTP. It's all individual. Um, but yeah, so bike camp is strong. I think we're, most of us are almost through it. Well, I shouldn't say us. Most of the team <laughs> is going through it. I'm not in it. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how it all plays out. I'm excited to see what you do in Costa Rica specifically. Um, and it'll be after Oceanside. So you'll have an opportunity to, to use this on a race that requires you to be a good biker. Just got some hills out there. Which year do you have a goal for Pervita? Or an intention or something that yeah, we wanna, have one year under our belt. Now? Yeah, I want to push push the hills more with the locals, the Ticos and Tikas. That's gonna be awesome. Abel and Diego <laughs> and Tony. <laughs> Joel. Whoever is out there, I just want to ride. I want to see. You gonna take Douglas and uh, no, Luis Moron? No, no. <laughs> and it's not about that. It's just like I want to push myself while they're pushing themselves. Like the last day in Costa Rica last year is the day I finally, on the last hill, what was it Cacao Hill or yeah, Cacao. Me and Abel went 
And, uh, well, we went for a little bit and he obviously, you know, he was like, hang on to my wheel. And I was like, oh. day five after doing an Ironman, you know, the week before. Which you're not going to have. Which I won't goal. have this time. Yeah. So yeah, my intention is I want to be up front. I want to, you know, have some fun up there. Um, give it a good push. I'll be on a road bike, which I don't have. So um, that'll be an experience. Is there a part of you that's like, you know what you're getting into? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's so hard. But it's so much fun. I love it. I think <laughs> we talk about we talk about the hard part of it. But what about all the moments? Like the moments when we actually are leaving the place to get on our bikes to go meet the, the locals. Like just that alone early in the morning is a beautiful, beautiful time. And then just cruising easy before you do the big hill with everyone and talking and, and it's all easy pace and um, there's laughter and... Um, and you really have to pee and you're like, oh my God, are we yeah. ever going to stop? Gotta watch Nobody around me speaks English. How do I tell them? <laughs> I loved where we went that was it the yeah, second, one day the second and day. I were like I was like we have to stop. So we just pulled over the side of the road and we yeah. just had to go. Yeah, just there was no bush. Yeah. There was just the side of the road. And what was great was the whole crew just kept going, but two of them stayed back to make sure that we would know, get back to the so group. Amazing. It's so cool. Pure Vita Cycling Challenge. If you're curious about it, check it out. They just finished their January camp and they have three more this year or two more? Two more this year. May and September. September. Yep. Yeah. What's your intention? Well, that second day, which was my first day last year because I came a day late because of the retreat, um, is the 90-mile day, 10,000 feet of climbing. And so last year, you know, my goal was like, okay, I'm just going to ride every day because you're hearing about these crazy pitches and you're like riding with young professionals and, you know, just Jennifer herself, the, you know, founder is like such an amazing cyclist. It's just like, okay, I'm just going to go. And I just, my goal was to ride every day. And so the first day, um, we ride, you ride about 55 miles and then you have second breakfast. Um, day two. Day two, which was day one for me last year, right? Day two. And then, so at that point, I called it a day. And that was that was a brilliant decision because I think that set me up really well to finish the next days and be able to ride every day. So I quit at, I got into the truck at 55 miles. And so this year, I want to get to um, do the climb. So keep on the bike after second breakfast and ideally, I would love to finish the goal. Okay, so stop beating around the bush. The goal is to, to, to complete day two, which is 90 miles, 10,000 feet of climbing, which means this girl is going to have to do the Henshaw loop at some point, which means we're going to fatties and we're getting some burritos with French fries in them. Probably a couple of times. I know. Well, I know. I was like in such a little safe space with my Palomar ride. I was like, it's three and a half hours. I go from the casino. You get 5,000 feet of climbing. It's like so great. And now, um, because I'm here to grow and expand, now I guess the next stop would be what? The Palomar Shuffle, which is like 60-something miles and what? 6,000 feet of climbing and then a couple Henshaw loops. Which is um, 88 miles, 8,000 feet of climbing. 88 miles, 8,000 feet of climbing, which is still, I'm going to have, I'm going to have another 2,000 feet on that, on that second day. So I'm excited. 
yeah, I like I like big goals, and I do. I need to leave a day early this year, so I'm still getting the four days because, uh, as we talked about in the last podcast, I'm meeting Valerie and Megan um, so that we can kind of pull in and disconnect and have uh, a lot of quiet time and preparation to hold space for this ever growing, amazing group that's coming together for the retreat. So cool. And you have one room left. We ha- yeah, this room is so as cool. of. As of right now, as of January. January 20th, we have one room left. It's a nature suite. It's a beautiful room. I've stayed in the nature suites for the last two years. One of the things I love about the nature suite, and we have it in the Pacifico Cottage where you and I are staying, babe, um, is that the shower is outside. So it's you're outside in the jungle for your shower, but you have like, you know, how you have bamboo, big bamboo poles around you, and that kind of makes the shower. But you're in the shower and you're just looking up at the canopy where the howler monkeys live and it's just like the monkey show. So it's just amazing. I love it. And, you know, it has air conditioning, uh, which you need because it's so humid there. It's amazing. Um, It's like a facelift. And um, yeah, it's a beautiful room. It can be two twin beds, which Valerie and I have shared the nature suites, or it can be um, a single room too. So anyway, we've got this one room left and it's really funny because there's been so many people that are like, oh, I'm in, I'm going to sign up tonight. Oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Like, you know, five people are like, I'm going to take that room and nobody's taken it yet. So it's waiting for someone. And I don't know who that person is, but I can't wait to find out. Um, and then once that room is sold, I guess we'll just see, you know, if if other people want to go, we can always check with Blue Spirit and see if they have more rooms. But I love this mystery around this room because it's waiting for someone. It's totally waiting for someone. I'm going to manifest it for someone, but I'm not going to say who. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's set. There you go. <laughs> it's really cool. It's waiting for someone. Um, so yeah, that's May 13th to the 20th. And um, and I will say, if you're waiting uh, for next year to go to Costa Rica, probably don't do that because right now, I don't think we're going to return to Costa Rica. We're going to take a little pause on the Costa Rica. We're not taking a pause on the retreats. We're just going to um, explore some new locations. Uh, and maybe we will. I don't know. But right now, it's we're not planning on going back. So do not wait for next year if Costa Rica is on your, on your list um, for this retreat. So it's really hard to think that we won't go back because it's just <laughs> so, it's so special there. But there, these other locations, this, uh, this particular, this other location that we're looking at for July of 2024 is pretty spectacular. So, um, so stay tuned because people have, one of the reasons is the people who have been with us have come for the last three years to Costa Rica. They're kind of like, I want to keep going, but can we go somewhere else? So we're, uh, we're looking into that. Yeah. Yeah. Retreat life is fantastic. So is camp life. We just, we just finished our, our camp here in, in Carlsbad, our fourth camp that we've put on since coming here. And we have such a beautiful crew uh, of campers that came in and experienced some not quite normal weather here in, in San Diego, but uh, you know, big waves and some rain, but we got in all our bikes in safely outside the rain. We were doing a lot of yoga uh, and we did that yogi triathlete, yogi triathlete triathlon on Friday, where we meditate, do some yoga, and run 5K, pretty much. Five mile was an option, but most of us did 5K. And you do that three times throughout the day. 
Um, so it's very yoga intensive and that was so much needed. Like really good to, to, find, to experience the flow, to have you teach, then have me teach and then have us co-teach. Uh, and this time we actually got in a hot studio, which was my jam. I don't really have much time to teach in the hot yoga studio environment, but uh, definitely made the most of this one. And I think we all were having, because it was the, it was after we went to the pool in the torrential downpour, which I got to um, be on deck for to, to coach and brought me a lot of joy and then be able to go teach yoga in a hot, hot studio. Really was an amazing group, amazing week. Uh, topped it all off on Sunday night at the plot. Oh Our my God, we destroyed that restaurant menu. restaurant in Oceanside. So good. The appetizers, all and the vegan sushi. They kept sending out, like we got, we basically ordered all the appetizers because we're was, just we're just like so hungry, right? What was the thing that came out with the red pepper? That was, um, it's it's essentially the the vegan simulation simulation of um like tuna like tuna sushi oh, yeah. like the raw yep. tuna which I think is I can't it's like nigori or I can't I don't know yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce it um, but it was done with tomato it was unbelievable but she sent out probably like I don't even know like what six sushis for us and we already had ordered like four and then. She kept sending out dessert. Like she sent out like half of our desserts were were free. Like they just kept sending stuff out to us and we destroyed all of it. It was so delicious. Sushi and- The chocolate um, vegan cheesecake. Yeah, chocolate cheesecake. I shouldn't say vegan. The whole thing is plant-based. And this other cheesecake that's just like silk- um, which is not vegan, but vegan silk. And, uh, and it's got this caramel on it. And then these super thin sliced pears like fanned across the top. Oh my God. It was unbelievable. It was such a delicious, delicious meal. And then I had this risotto, which I love risotto and you don't really get risotto when you're vegan because it's typically made with like, you know, dairy and this delicious risotto is really grounding and earthy and mm, yummy. And then they had this chana masala. Oh, that was a special. Yeah. That looked really good too. So yeah, we totally destroyed the plot menu and they're just so lovely and they get so excited when the athletes come. Um, They're just, they're lovely, lovely, lovely place. So, so blessed to have that down the street. So that's always a really fun way to, to end mm-hmm. kind of an unofficial end to camp because we still have like Monday morning. Yeah, it was good. Great experience. We had all the coaches here. Um, yeah, love to, to just invest all our energy into the camp itself and then, you know, have that day after where we kind of regroup and kind of reset or two days after <laughs> yeah. to, to kind of uh, recharge yeah, and um, fail fail at our bike workout. Yeah. That's okay, though. That was worth it. Yeah, it was a super special group. Um, I felt it when it was coming together. I was like, I would see the registrations come in, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this person is so great with this person, and now this person and this person. And then um, Linda, our, you know, Chef Linda came, and that was such a surprise. And her and I had talked, and I just said, I just see you at camp, and I don't know how it's going to happen you know, I was like, I can't, like, how am I going to pay her? And, you know, it's just like thinking about all this stuff, like how we're going to get her out here. Like, well, oh, just 
I just need that. We just need that billionaire on the team so I can like just share the financial abundance. And, um, and she was like, I'm, I'm totally visioning myself there. And then it all came together and she was here and, oh, that was such a special treat. She is something else. And, um, yeah, if you're looking for, I mean, she is so versatile in her offerings. You know, she's a health coach. She's a chef, um, she's great at meal planning. She's great at recipes. She's a recipe creator. She will do cooking classes with you. Like all of that is through Yogi Triathlete. So you can just get on the site and check it out. And it's kind of vague because it's like, you know, have a call with her and everything, but it's like whatever you need. She's so multifaceted that, um, she will be able to serve you. And that, and I mean, that's just her word, right? Like she's always just like, how can I serve? How can I serve? How can I serve? So she's another incredible gem that I never could have written on paper, the most ideal person. And she is that person plus so much more. And Linda helped us with our, our cookbooks, helped that, that creation of that. Um, and so we haven't had any cookbooks in a while, but what we do have is your book coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm putting together the final touches on it, you could say, and then we'll get a um, an author's copy to take a look at it, see how it all looks printed up, and then it will be available to the masses. So we are close. Yeah, we're super close. Awake Athlete uh, is the name of the book, and that will be available, we're thinking of it's going to be available in February. So keep your eye out on that. Um, What I can tell you about this book is that there's no book like this in the world right now. And just like how a big inspiration for the cookbook came from a moment when I was in the grocery store and I went to get an an ingredient and it was like a $50 ingredient. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is not inclusive. This is totally ridiculous. I'm going to just create a cookbook with all very simple recipes and one pot, one pan, one knife. You don't need a chef's kitchen. And so that was really a huge inspiration for the Yogi Trothlete cookbook. But quite honestly, the biggest inspiration for Awake Athlete was um, just picking up so many books on mind training and just being completely bored to death about what's already been proven. It was so sciencey, and I I know that that is of interest to many people, but to me, all that does is feed the intellect, and the intellect is not where change occurs. It's not. It, I don't. I'm getting a little passionate, so hold on. Just take a breath and just like chill out. I'm just going to chill out for a second. This is a very different book. Um, I teach through story, so there's a lot of my story in there. Um, You know, you hear me now, you see me now, but there were so many years where Yogi Triathlete existed as um, a space for me to go out and race and train and use these techniques to train my mind and all of the, not all of them, but a lot of those stories are in the book and there's a little bit of science, but there's not a lot of science because I'm honestly not that concerned with what's already been proven. I am 100% vested in the possibilities of what can be. And so this is a very different book. There is no book like this in the, in the athlete space. And I'm really excited to see, um, where she goes. And um, this book moved through me starting in 2020. 
in a way um, where I couldn't stop it. So I had to start writing. But this was also the birth of the Awake Athlete podcast because I knew I had to get this information out sooner. We were in the middle of this pandemic and not everybody was thriving. And so that was really where the a lot of the writing began. And then um, with the murder of our friend Mary um, made me realize more than anything that life um, can end in any moment. And I didn't want mine to end without this being in the world. And so I'm thankful that I have lived to the point where I have created, where I have allowed this manuscript to move through me. And now it will go out to the world and, and, um, and we'll see. I just feel like so blessed. Um, I don't really take credit for any of the words that's in there. This came from a higher power and, um, yeah, it's deep. It's deep and it's also light and I think funny and, um, Definitely my personality is in there. Um, So thank you for helping me design this book and create a beautiful cover. And um, yeah, we'll put it out to the world. So look for that. Yeah. So some people people may have already made their choice that they are absolutely not going to read that book. And that's okay. And others might be like, oh, I'm excited. I want to see. We'll see. We'll see what the universe does with it. I don't know. It's out of my hands. Yeah, it's cool. So many exciting things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No. Let's wrap it up. All right. Okay. Until next month. Okay. Until February. If you have questions, send them in. We're always happy to answer them. We don't really get many. Um, I know. Apparently you like it when we have no idea right. what we're going to talk so about. So we just sort of riff on stuff that's happening in our lives or that we experience or see see around us, which is fine. I have no problem talking about that. I know you don't either. Um, but yeah, if you guys have questions, send them in. Uh, we look forward to these every month, just sharing with you and uh, our insights and perspectives and inviting you into our home if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you haven't watched it on YouTube, take a look. Let us know what you think. Uh, You can't see it if you're listening to this, but Clark has been sleeping the entire time we've been recording this. He gets an A++ for this. Well, people Um, were asking yesterday after your happy birthday, by the way, BJ turned 50 yesterday, did his hundred hundreds. And afterwards we went and uh, ate a whole bunch of food at Lofty Coffee. And people were asking me, like, has Clark crashed from camp yet? And he hadn't really because Coach Liz was still here in those days. And then he got to go to Lofty yesterday. I feel like today is the day that he is. And he got com- groomed. Can, is this going to be in exhausting. the video? Like, he hasn't moved, dude. No, he I hasn't. totally forget he was here. But I guarantee you, if you got into the kitchen, he would get up right away. Yeah. Yeah, because food trumps all with this guy. Yeah, but he's pretty peaceful right now. I know, let me get in there with him. (laughs) All right. All right, awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Take something away, put it into action. For the love of God, put it into action. That's where change occurs. Not by uh, just feeding the intellect. As our teacher says, the intellect is dust on the mirror and and it blurs what our ability to see clear. So um, 
change happens in the present moment, you know, get in touch with how you feel because that is what's being answered by the internet. It doesn't matter how many books you've read or how smart you are. If you're not in touch with how you're feeling, then you're not in control of what you are creating in this life because we're always creating in every moment. And ask yourself, if not now, when? (laughs) 